You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Guys, this is Raj Muntaj coming at you with the On Call Empath with another episode. I want to thank you for joining me. If you can quickly give me a quick like and subscribe, definitely helps me out. Let's dive right into it. So in this episode, I want to talk about something that I've been getting from a lot of people, not just empaths, just with pretty much anyone that's living right now. There's so much loneliness. There's so much confusion, frustration, depression. It's all on the all-time highs. And I kind of sit back and I'm like, you know, what, what is going on? Why, especially the empaths, there's a few things that I feel like all empaths should know just to kind of make life a lot easier. I'm going to go ahead and talk about five strategies that clearly worked. Um, I use this in my coaching um, and I've had a lot of good feedback from uh, my clients so maybe you could take bits and pieces of it. If you have something that's working with you, go with that. Obviously, before we get started, this is not medical advice. If you're uh, going through any health issues, definitely see a qualified health care provider, doctor, therapist. So with that said, number one, most people, they're not going to get us, especially the empaths. If you identify as an empath, a highly sensitive person, have you ever wondered, like, have you tried to describe that to somebody who's not an empath? They may relate with you a little bit. They may understand that you're sensitive or you have certain things that you need that to make you feel more comfortable because you're so, you feel everything around you. To be honest, most people just, they don't really, I don't want to say they don't care, but most people don't get it. And so one of the things I tell people is don't bother explaining or over explaining what an empath is, or maybe you've been through a lot of trauma in your life and, and you want that person to really understand. People can only understand your view from what they've been through in life through their experiences. So if they've already made a decision um, on you know, how they are going to respond or how, how, if, if they're going to even consider the fact that you're an empath or respect that most people just, they either will, or they won't. And the ones that will, they're a little bit more open-minded, but as we know, as empaths, we need certain things, you know, like we don't like big crowds. We don't like loud noises. Um, you know, any of this stuff, how are you going to get the mainstream um, your friends, your family, your husband, your wife, your kids, how do you explain to them this is uh, very important to you? I mean, you could talk about it. They can nod their head and say, yes, I totally get you. And then a few days later, they're going right back to stuff that you told them that triggers you or makes you uncomfortable. So it's best to not over-explain because you are now exposing yourself to being mocked uh, possibly misunderstood. Um, sometimes if you say something that you need, it is used against you later on. Um, if you live with somebody and you guys get along for the most part, you love each other, you understand each other's boundaries. But then when it comes to stuff like this with impasse, highly sensitive people, trauma victim, you can't expect somebody, even someone you love 
to understand where you're coming from and why you do why why you do the things you do and why you think the way you do. In most cases, it's looked upon as a weakness in in a general form. I mean, that's that's what people think. If you're empathetic, if you're always needy and you're trying to reach out to help people, that is a weakness. And in our society, we're supposed to be tough, uh, not take any shit, you know, be aggressive, go for the best, be competitive, perfectionism, like that's not for everyone. And I feel like with empaths, there's not enough people that can relate or resonate with us. And that's one of the reasons why I do what I do is to let people know that being an empath is a superpower. And a lot of people may disagree with me and, and that's fine. They have their own opinion, but I, I know that I've used my superpowers for a lot of things uh, in life. For example, communication, being able to read people, being able to actually feel the energy of other people, like whether it's negative or positive, because that's a good time to ask for something that you need. That's a good time to get what you want. But it's just something that is developed through trauma, through um, sometimes if you can identify as yourself as a highly sensitive, these are things that come naturally to us. And, and a lot of people can feel that with nature, with animals and things like that. So if anyone writes you off and they're like, oh, whatever, stay neutral. You don't have to get in a discussion and this brings me to number two, you don't overshare. And this kind of piggybacks off number one. Uh, I know I was guilty of this, uh, where we try to over explain ourselves just so we get accepted, so we can clear things up. Um, we want the person to like us. And so we we overcompensate, whether even if you're living with you know, somebody in the same house you're married to, um, someone you're dating, a boss. Um, Many times when you say things um, and then later on, you're like, man, I shouldn't have said that. Follow your gut on that, because I've said a lot of things um, where I'm like, well, I don't like large crowds. I don't like loud, you know, loud noises. And and so what happens is sometimes manipulators, narcissists, they will use that against you, especially in the workforce. Well, they'll be they'll look at you perceived as weak. You know, um, they're like, wow, you have so many um, <clears throat> restrictions. You can't do this. You can't do that. I mean, and so they start minimizing you. So the less they know about you, being a mystery is a good thing. You do not want to let people know what your pers- personal life is, what you do for hobbies, um, what, you know, what ticks you off, what bothers you, because they are going to use that against you. And a lot of times it ends up in gaslighting and that's a whole nother video on itself. When you show your vulnerability to people, especially people you love, sometimes they subconsciously use it against you, or they'll make a hint or make a passive aggressive uh, statement to you. Um, And so what, so what happens, you know, and then we feel bad. So to come to combat this, don't overshare, don't tell people too much about you, especially if you don't know them well, Um, try to keep some mystery because I'll tell you why. Um, If this, if you continue to start telling people everything about you, what happens is they know who you are. They know what buttons to press. They know that you're going to be a yes person. They know that they can ask you for something. You're going to do it. So make sure you always set the tone 
from the very beginning, set your intentions, set boundaries, let them know what you need. People are not mind readers, guys. And this is what I tell all my clients. So have an open conversation. If somebody, if it's always a down, like looking down and you're the person that's on the receiving end where you're always taking um, their orders and that becomes like the norm, well, guess what? You are now a subordinate. You are now below them and you don't want to do that. And to avoid that, you don't want to overshare. You do not want to show them. It's like poker. You know, you don't want to show them your cards because they don't know what they're dealing with. That's why oversharing, you want to keep that to a minimal. Number three is don't try to fix anyone. A lot of times what I see is empaths, we, we do this by nature where we, we want to go and fix other people's problems. Are you that person that people come to you, your kids, people at work, your husband, your wife, they come to you with problems and you are the designator problem solver. And who made that? Who put that hat on you? You have to really make the point that you sometimes can't wear that hat all the time because that will lead to burnout. I'm telling you guys, I, I hear it on all the calls. Uh, a lot of my coaching calls, people feel that they're not appreciated. People feel very lonely. Like they're the only ones that's running their own family. Um, and you don't have to you don't have to say yes to everything. You can take time, you can take days off, but you have to be open and honest with the people that you love. What we do is we listen to people and we absorb their negativity a lot of times. That's where people start fighting and having arguments. And I'm telling you to conserve that energy because once you understand that you can't change anyone but yourself, that's when it, it hits you. That's when your energy is not being wasted uh, unnecessarily, especially with narcissists. They will pull that energy, barge into your, your personal space, go right into your shield, break, break the shield and, and leave you left to die. And, and so you really have to keep, keep in mind that when you try to help somebody, it's like trying to help a, a, a snake, you know, that's stuck. The minute you, you reach for it and you, you help the snake out of the, you know, out of the situation, they're going to go ahead and, and bite you. And, and so they can't be trusted, especially in the snake represents like a, a narcissist in this scenario. So I want you to think about that. And so this leads me to number four, say what you mean, because people will test you and they will push a little bit more and more and raise, you know, the, the goalpost and they'll try to see how much they can get from you. Um, and I'll give you an example. Like I've, I'll, I'll have people that will ask me um, to do something and, and without me thinking, I'm like, sure. And I'm not just doing it because I'm a nice guy. It's just, you know, I, I, I said, okay, it's not going to be too much trouble for me. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And then the next time um, they ask me to do the same task, they ask me a little bit more. And then the next time, a little bit more and more. And before I know it, I'm doing a lot of tasks and I didn't volunteer for it. And I'm feeling frustrated, like, what is going on? I didn't sign up for this. So when you, when you talk to somebody, you want to make sure that you say what you mean. And so keep in mind, it's okay to say no. If somebody asks you to do something as empaths, we're in more inclined to, you know, saying yes. And I'm here to tell you, it's okay to say no. And there's a way to do it. And, um, and that's one of the things that I work, you know, that I'm very strong on is saying no and feeling not bad about it. 
And so all you people pleasers out there, this is a good one for you, you know, just say what you mean in the beginning. So that way, like when you're halfway through and you've said yes to a bunch of things that you really didn't want to do, it's a lot harder saying no at that point, because you could have been, you could have saved all that by, by saying no. So people do test you. It's like when you take out, um, you know, some food and and you put like a temperature, uh, check in on the food with a needle and you see the temperature. Well, that's what people do. And it doesn't mean that they're bad people or narcissists, but people want to get the most out of you. And so as empaths, we naturally say yes. So always keep in mind that you have the options to say no, and you don't have to feel bad about it. Um, and that's one of the hardest things for empaths to do. And just remember standing your ground in the beginning goes a long way because the minute you lose that stance, people will basically come in because other people will see that, especially in the workforce when they see that, you know, Sally over there is a yes person. So we're going to go and ask her to do it and she's going to do it. And so you don't want to be that person to master this one. You have to ask yourself these couple questions. These are very powerful. Number one, where is the evidence? So if someone's saying that you're always negative or you're always, uh, you know, doing this, is that really true? Are you doing it all the time, 100% of the time? I very, very much doubt it. Maybe you might doing it a lot, but like you're not doing it 100%. So where is that evidence? Number, you can't control other people's reaction or their response, but you can control your response and your reaction. And that is so powerful. If you want to think about that for a second, that no matter what comes out of their mouth or their behavior, it has nothing, no impact on your mind. And when you can get to that, when you don't care what other people think about you, and this is why I've done this whole video and I saved this part for the very last, it it gets so much easier. If you're somebody right now that's listening to this podcast, you feel alone and lost and you feel like a lot of this stuff is just too much work. You, you've tried it in the past and it hasn't worked. All I'm asking you to do is put in one or two things every day to put these things in practice. Start voicing your opinion more. Start telling people what you need. You're not telling them what to do. Ask them, you know, hey, this is what I need from you and see their response. Come from a place of love and tell people, this is what I need. And most people, they're not out to get you and they're not, they're, they're more than willing to help you. But then obviously there are those people that you have to look out for. And that's where the shielding comes in. And um, that's where you don't overshare. And, um, but once you get to that point where you get to decide when you walk into a room and you just get to decide who you want to talk to and who's worthy to be in your life, that's when think life changes. That's when you don't, you don't care. And that goes for me too. I mean, starting this podcast, being vulnerable, telling people that I went through my trauma, asking other people like guests to talk about their trauma. They trusted me to come on my show to, to uh, talk about their horrific past. You know, they trusted me with that. And why did they trust me? Because they know that I understand where they're coming from. They're either empaths or they're professionals. And they know that they can trust me with their personal life story. 
because I've been there myself. So keep that in mind. Just know that you're not alone. If you can like and subscribe, I would definitely appreciate it, guys. Also, if you need coaching, hit me up in the bio. I'm always uh, looking for people, uh, fellow empaths to help and uh, HSPs or even just you know a trauma victim that just needs a little uh, clarity in life. So with that said, stay tuned for the next episode. I got a lot of great guests this uh, season. You don't want to miss this. This is growing so fast. I'm so excited for 2022 and what's to come. And I have some bigger things in the works that I'm going to uh, launch here soon. So always keep your head up and we are 